On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, I get to speak with one of my dear friends, Tracy Stone Mooney, and she's the Director of Relationship Development and Brand Ambassador for Paul Davis Restoration. They provide mitigation and restoration services for families and businesses, but they're just so much more. And they provide extraordinary care while serving people in their time of need. So we're going to have a wonderful conversation with Tracy, but first I want to tell you all about... Stash. There's an app for that. Stash is an app for banking, saving, and investing. And you can try it with my link. Go to peppershock.com offers and select the Stash app and they'll add cash to your Stash app account. You'll get $20 of stock and we'll get a bonus too. So go to peppershock.com offers and get $20 of a stock offer. Again, go and use Stash app and you'll love it. I actually even use it for my kids to teach them custodial account about investing and how it all works out. So my recommendation, go to peppershock.com slash offers and click on the Stash app. And now it's time for the marketing essentials moments, the basics that you need to help you build your brand and your bottom line. And today I wanted to talk about the importance of utilizing photos of people in your social media. And it really does prove that utilizing photos of people or images of their hands or something that's involving something that other people can relate to, especially the audience that you're trying to curate and attract, right? And it's true, right? It might just be a hypothesis, but there has been testing and given proof to this theory here. Basically, it's what people want to relate to. People love people, right? And so if you can show the human condition, the behavior, Maybe you're showing the behavior you want your audience to perform, right? Or it's involving the culture or all the things that people can relate to. And the the reason that this has proven, there's a trend that happens near the end of a calendar year where people run on their accounts, the top nine most popular posts of the year. And it turns into this beautiful grid. And of those nine picks, almost always have faces focused on them. They're about the faces of the interactions, not necessarily selfies, but faces of people and people that you have participated with, or maybe it's you or your staff or your customers or whatever the case might be. But history says that we are all obsessed with faces. And it's predominantly why the publishing industry always has a person on the cover of their magazine, right? It's also why our brains, when we see faces, we're more likely to engage with it because we love people. And of course, when we see a pair of eyes or we see something that we can build trust with because your eyes can build trust, right? If you can show more of the features of faces and or activities that you're doing with photos, then you're going to get more engagement. And in fact, on a source that's called Best Nine, it was a test that happened and basically it was saying that 38% more likely to get more likes on photos than you are without. So face photos were also 32% more likely to snag a comment too. And the research discovered that age, gender, and the number of faces didn't really necessarily make as much of a difference, but what did matter is if you had faces or not, right? And if there's a face or maybe two or 10, no matter whose it is, we're just more inclined to double tap and like it, right? Or share or comment or do whatever it is that we're doing. 
And in 2021, there was a theory tested just recently again. And by doing a face versus no face comparison, the methodology truly does stack up. And if you want to test it out on your own Instagram or Facebook account, you can try this too. You could do two of the same content, right? The text that you're using in the post using with an image that's not got faces in it versus an image that does. And of course, we know pets and other faces of other animals too are also helpful. But if you can use things that are surrounding with flesh, even if it's somebody holding a product versus just a picture of the product, the hands, right? I mean, it is truly remarkable the difference between using faces and not. And go ahead, test it out and prove this theory true and see what kinds of faces work really well on your social media. What kind of emotions that are being drawn out. If it's a close-up, if it's a medium shot, if it's, you know, a wide shot of many people or not, right? All of those things can truly make a difference on your engagement. So keeping that in mind, what can you do to add faces to your account that will help you with engagement and comments and shares and of course content that aligns with your brand and what your audience loves and start to develop that pattern of what people are liking more and not. And of course pets, people love pets too and they're of course got faces but it's true that when you can have things that people want to relate to or be a part of, it's gonna get more comments, more posts, all of those things. And of course, that's what you're always wanting to continuously get, right? So the most liked photos, so here's some more stats for you. 16 out of 20 featured people, three out of 20 were illustrations, and then one about a cute patio makeover who could resist, right? So of course, those featured people had 80% more of the liked photos out of 20 photos that were, or 20 posts that were highlighted, right? And of course, we got more comments on those photos with featured people. And, you know, food photos are okay, but not necessarily as much as, of course, the faces. And then, of course, landscaping was okay, but not as much. Anyway, so just think about in your strategy for this next year, what are you going to do? Who are you going to post pictures of? And keep in mind, stock imagery may not get as much of an interaction or a reaction as what real photos of real people will people that you can actually tag and share and put out there, right? So it seems like faces take the cake on how many people will like and, and engage with it, right? So the amount of faces in your content can really help your overall engagement on your account. It can attract and grow. It can help promote your brand. And of course, if you've got a personal brand, use your face as your brand, right? The brand is the face. And of course, thinking about what kinds of posts you're going to do within the strategy. If, you, if you're quoting somebody, use their face. If you are wanting to sell a product or a service, show that person using that product in action. And those are the types of posts that are going to get you more engagement, more, more bang for your buck. The more time that you're investing in these types of posts, the more likely you're going to get a return on your time investment or what I like to call the return on your marketing investment, otherwise known as Romy. So continue to consider that as uh, what you want to do within your posts, within your ads that you're putting out there. If it's billboards or magazine articles or newsprint, faces give us places for people to want to continue to engage with you. Okay, before we get to the podcast with Tracy, I want to tell you about an upcoming event that you have to be at one way or another, either in person 
or online. It's authored uh, as streaming online, but it's the new marketing trends for the new year for 2022. It'll be January 19th. And of course, if you can join us in person, if you happen to be in the Treasure Valley, Boise, Idaho area, January 19th, we'd love to see you there at the Silverstone Amenities Plaza. Or you can join us online. We're going to do it as a hybrid event. So either in person or online, or you can sign up for it and watch the replay later. But we've got some fantastic speakers coming up. Go to peppershock.com slash events, and you'll want to get in on the early bird pricing. Hopefully you're listening to this on time. But if not, I will guarantee you, you won't want to miss all of the new marketing trends for the new year. You'll get some tips, some tools, some tricks, some tactics, and all the things that we're thinking about this next year that we need to include in our marketing strategy and plan and budget and timeline and all the things that are going to continue to help you build your brand and your bottom line, right? And how do you know if your business is keeping up with all of those tools, tips, and trends that will keep your marketing on the cutting edge? Then join us Wednesday, January 19th at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time to 11.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and you will get New Marketing Trends for the New Year, the interactive workshop, and you know, you're, you've know you got to have your business or organization's marketing strategy. you got to keep up with the times, right? And times are changing, people. <laughs> and this is a way to keep up on all of those emerging trends, technologies, all the tips that will help you keep your brand on track. So again, Wednesday, January 19th, 2022 for New Marketing Trends for the New Year workshop. And that's where we're going to have several of our wonderful speakers. We've got some repeat, repeat offenders coming back to share more because they're just so popular in demand. And uh, you're going to get a lot of good information. And I am sharing as much as I can to, to our audience as well and give you the most up-to-date and proven techniques to help you grow that business. So again, peppershock.com slash events. And now without further ado, let's talk to Tracy, who happens to be one of our new marketing trends for the new year's speaker and enjoy. This is a treat for you. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Pepper Shock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. And today's special guest is Tracy Stone Mooney. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Oh, thank you, Ray. It's so happy to be here. Hey, I have known Tracy for a long time. We've been, uh, I don't know, networking buddies. I, I mean, I can't even remember exactly how I first met you, but I know we've been involved in a lot of things together, haven't we, Tracy? We sure have. We have collaborated and uh, shared many laughs in the ventures <laughs> that we've done together. That's right. So just for our audience, because um, I know all about you, but let's share a little bit more about you, kind of what got you to where you are now. I know you've had a couple of different um, steps in your career and just different experience. So share a little bit about, more about yourself, Tracy. Well, I guess you would say I'm not uh, I'm not normal. <laughs> Isn't that fun? I love being <laughs> yeah. different. Okay. Who wants to be normal anyway? <laughs> That's just way overrated. Uh, what I would say is that I have taken the experiences that I've had in my community and shaped them into who I am and what I do today. Um, when I moved to Idaho, I had a total different vision of where I thought I would be and what I thought I would be doing. 
And due to just the economy and, and my career I had chosen, uh, when I moved to Idaho, it didn't pay as well as I thought it would. Um, we choose to live in Idaho for many reasons. And um, one of them for my career choice was not the money. And so I, I wanted to stay in Idaho. So I had to reinvent myself. And so my way of doing that was to get involved in the community, um, help others. And through that, I was able to kind of move in a different direction with my career. And I think it's, it's, been, it's been valuable. And I think I've made more than just business acquaintances. I've made friends. I've made associations. I think I've helped companies grow and develop those that what I not only work for, but those that I volunteer for. And so I think it's been kind of, it's been an interesting ride. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead and share what, what you're working on now. What is your latest and greatest uh, career move that you are uh, excited to be a part of now, Tracy? Well, I'm working right now as the Director of Relationship Development for uh, Paul Davis Restoration of Idaho. Uh, we're a small organization in the Valley, but we hope to grow. It's the first time they've really had a person that will be marketing for them and building a brand for them in the community. It's a very well-respected national organization. We are a locally owned franchise of that organization. And so we have the opportunity to really grow within the market beyond just getting being a preferred provider um, with, say, insurance companies and that. As a restoration company, of course, we respond to people's emergencies, disasters in their home, fire, water, flood, mold, storm, you name it. Um, but what we have been doing for the past many years is being uh, as having been a preferred provider with the big carriers. So when a person has a loss, they call their carrier, their carrier refers them to us and we do the work. Um, what I'm trying to do is get out in the community and build more than just that. I'm trying to build direct referrals from uh, not only, you know, people that I know in the community uh, that are in the insurance business, but also develop a commercial side of our business with property managers and um, with others, you know, let's say real estate agents and those that might need our services to help their clients you know, close a sale or to help their clients when they have a loss. Okay, this might be kind of an interesting question for you. So you mentioned that they had not had or hired somebody to do marketing for them before. So let's just kind of dig into that because I know other companies out there are maybe in the same boat where they, you know, maybe are they're waffling. Do we hire somebody internally? Do we, you know, outsource it? Do we, what do we do? Do we continue to rely on, you know, the owners to do it? Like what is the process that you think uh, that really kind of drove them to want to hire you, Tracy? Well, I think it's a game changer when you find, when you actually decide to invest in your company with a actual person involved in the marketing side of it. Um, brand reputation, even if it's a national brand reputation, can only go so far without somebody driving it with boots on the ground, I believe. And I think that having somebody dedicated to that entire brand ambassador experience by being involved in the community, getting out in front of people, um, helping others uh, to be able to um, get what they want, I think is, is so important. And I think having a direct marketing person can really take 
uh, company up to the next level. And I and I know this. I I was brought on with the previous company I was at. There was three people, and they were new in the Idaho community, and they were very similar to this, other than they they had not even established at all a footprint. And you know, I took them just by being present in the community and talking to people and being consistent and following up and 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 giving back i was able to i believe help grow that company mm-hmm. to being a real powerhouse in their in their division now or their their business in the community and i think it's 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 it makes me feel good to be able to help them grow and i'm hoping that i get to do this same thing with the with the new company that I'm at with Paul Davis Restoration of Idaho, because I really think they they take their brand seriously and they have a great national presence and they're launching a brand new national platform for marketing. And it's fun to be on that cutting edge of something new. And so it's fun. Um, and I really think that any company that wants to go to the next level has got to be able to invest in marketing. And it, and there's ways to do it without a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And that's what's mm-hmm. kind of fun is that, you know, is that if you get somebody that, that can follow the different, whether it's social media that has, you know, less cost involved in than say a, a actual advertising content or, you know, written ad, ads in the newspaper, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. There's so many ways to market right now that are beyond um, just the typical, what people think of as advertisements. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I think it's interesting because once you have been established in the, in the community, people associate your name and then the, the organization that you're working with, then they get associated by vicariously through you. Right. I mean, <laughs> and it, it's always fun because I, I always get teased. Like it's the, you know, one degree of separation of Ray Allen. And, and I'm like, well, do you know Tracy? And, and it's like, oh yeah, I know Tracy. So it's like between you and I, we've got it covered and you know, it's good to know. They either know you or they know me or they know us both. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's those connections that really help build those relationships. And, you know, it's not always about making money. I mean, of course, that's what we're working towards at the end of the day, but it's also about building those community connections and those relationships and how you can connect other people with others and, and help them in their journeys and getting their brands built too and cooperating and collaborating like we get to do, right, Tracy? Well, I think marketing is about showing value. It's not about product demonstration necessarily, or here's my list of products and services. That's not marketing. Marketing is bringing value to your service, your organization, your product. It is bringing value to you as an individual and how you are going to give um, back to that person, how that, how you bring value to them. And so I think if you really look back at what marketing is, it's bringing value. And it the price sometimes is inconsequential when you really bring up the value people will pay more if they value the person the product the organization they will actually pay more drive across town even though it's it's less convenient you, you know all these different things may happen if you market right that doesn't mean you charge more than anybody else because that's not going to work either mm-hmm. but it means when you have other companies that are doing good 
products and good services. I mean, I think anybody would say, would be foolish to say, oh, we're the, the best and we're the only ones out there that can do this service. That's, that's not marketing either to just say that you're the only one. What it is is saying with, with me and with my company, you are going to get this, which might be different. How am I different? And showing that value of the differentiation. Right. And you're just so good at making those connections and relationships and the, the value that you can bring. And so others need to to learn from you, Tracy. And I know you have done lots of workshops and things to help people build upon that idea of reciprocity. Reciprocity. <laughs> what goes around comes around, right? <laughs> and you've been involved in the chambers and by Idaho, which we you were the by Idaho board president. And then I took over after your reign. And now I get to pass it on here pretty soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just, uh, what do they say? Leads come from leaders, right? If you take a leadership role and get involved, yeah, in those nonprofits and community organizations. And I know you've been involved with, um, was a Festival of Trees and Fashion Show as a fundraiser, right? Tell a little bit, share a little bit about that experience. And what has it done for you to get involved in those types of things, Tracy? Oh, I think it's, it. there's so many things to be said that's good about the involvement in the community. Not only does it directly give me referrals into incredible people, you know, when you serve on boards and foundations and associations, you actually serve, not just be a member. The door opens for you because you're giving back to that organization and affiliation and other people notice that. They know when you're there and if you're just a member versus actually being a participant and helping. And I, and I kind of think there's two ways to look at, you know, of giving back. One is, you know, I would love to be able to have all the money in the world and have wings named after me at the schools <laughs> and all those things. And I don't have that. However, I have the heart to give back mm-hmm. and people recognize that heart. And I think being involved, for instance, with St. Alphonsus and the Festival of Trees has been just remarkable to me. You know, I, I started with them because my son nearly died and was airlifted and was in the trauma unit for a week at ICU in at um, St. Alphonsus. And so when the opportunity came back for me to be able to give back and help them with an event that is that is one of their major fundraisers, I was thankful to be able to give back to them. But what I've then gotten in return has been just the the ability to work with incredible people that are also giving back in the community and that are connected highly connected with others in the business community and it's 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 phenomenal when you really look at how much giving back can help you um mm-hmm. and and it's also a, it's a it's a brand you know it's a brand that you display with pride on yourself is that i i do like helping by idaho i do like helping our our local healthcare system. I do like helping the chambers help them grow because they help the small business community. And as and that will come back to you in the form of referrals and connections and you know doors opening. So it works. Well, and Tracy, you had a bit of uh, health, you know, if you care to share, of course, and, and I know you and I've talked about this before, you want others to learn and, and just be aware. Do you care to share about what your own health journey has gone through lately? Yeah, and in 2019, I nearly died of stage four ovarian cancer. I was very, very lucky. My 
my body did shut down at one point in the hospital and then very slowly it started coming back and we uh and now i'm very very lucky to say i have negligible signs of cancer um i will say though that through that immense and still you know progressing journey um i have found that we need to be our own healthcare advocate we need to fight for our own our healthcare rights our insurance rights our rights to disability um we need to really stand up and and question the doctors that are treating us and ensure that that they're that they're doing the best thing in your interest i mean don't take it for granted that um that you that it's just you know that they know more than you do no they're humans and humans you know i had experience with a primary care doctor that that told me i had indigestion i had stage four cancer and imagine if i had listened to that physician and not decided that no i know my body i'm going to go out and and fight for it imagine how that could have changed the trajectory of my life or ended my life, you know, right. to be honest. And so um, that's very near and dear to me. I take it with me everywhere I go because now I I actually came to Paul Davis Restoration because I wanted to do something I love to do, which is marketing. Yes. And, yes. and I found out that that's what I want to do now. Life is too short to do things I, I don't want to do. And Paul Davis has given me the opportunity to just do fun in the community. But serious fun in that I'm, I'm building their brand. I'm asking for referrals. I'm creating connections and building clients, but I'm doing the things that I really love to do, which is get in front of people and build relationships and, and get to talk to people like you, right? That's right. That's right. And you just got married and took, you're taking a trip to Hawaii and you you get to have fun. And it, it is, it's always wonderful when work is just, fun to be able to get to do right yeah i don't think there's anything wrong in saying that i have fun when i work mm -hmm. i mean i think that's i think that's contagious in fact <laughs> yeah. doesn't it, it's contagious at work if you come in think about it if you bring your bad day in the office everybody else is going to have a bad day that's around you yeah. and so leave your bad day in the car and go in to enjoy what you love doing and have fun because it will be contagious. Other people will catch it and they will want to, they will want to share that with you and they will want to work harder with you. I mean, we want people to work with us and harder for us. And you can't do that by not enjoying what you do. People will get it. That's what they get that you don't like what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you're in, in the line of work that you're in now too. I mean, sometimes you're encountering people on their worst day because it's restoration. Something terrible may have happened to them. And, right. you know, for you to be able to be a positive light to come to them and, you know, be able to share me, share with me the story you told when you delivered a little Christmas ornament with Paul Davis on it. I did. It, it literally, it brought tears to my eyes. I, we had a, a gal that, a, a husband and wife, and it's a relatively new home, and they lost their, um, it basically almost a total loss to the interior. Uh, they, it, it has been many, many months of, you know, cleanup and putting things back. And so they, they just were moving back in and they were getting that, we call it a pack and they were getting packed in and, and they were just speaking so highly of us and they decided to do a Christmas tree 
based upon the fire theme. So fire trucks and the phoenix and rising from the ashes. And so I thought it was so adorable. So we went out and had Paul Davis ornaments made on a fire engine red with our emblem. And I took over an ornament to put on her tree. And she came in, she wanted to take a picture of me in front of the tree. It was so cute. And she took pictures of her tree. Then she sent me pictures of her and her husband. And I was able to post those on her Facebook page. Beautiful picture of them and their tree and the ornament. And she was just in tears saying how kind it was that the gal that came to do their original pack out and then pack in, how special they made her feel um, that they what we call practice immediacy, they stopped and listened and they only made them tell their story once. And they, they wanted, they engaged them and followed up with them. And she's had such a great experience. And I thought that was so fun to share Uh, different than say, just a Yelp review or anything like that from the client itself, but saying I got to go in her home and she shared with me all these beautiful stories about our technicians. That was even before I started working Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't, she wasn't giving me a good good hand, you know, pat on the back. She was giving our company and our technicians that that work so hard day in and day out in people's times of greatest need. Yeah. It's really cool. And those stories really, I mean, when you can share those success stories and people are, you know, willing and able to give those testimony, you know, it's it's what helps accelerate word of mouth advertising without you even having to to do that on your own, right? It's other people talking about your company and what you're doing and and the technicians and, you know, sharing that with them. It's it's definitely, you know, it helps build culture around the internal company, but also externally, right? And it shows and sheds light on the types of people that are employed there that you get to work with, right? Yeah, because anything, you know, you can have a service. Here's our service. Here's our product. But it's the people. It's a people business. I mean, we're in the people business. We are in front of them. And it doesn't, to be honest, when I worked in the furniture business, it was a people business too. I mean, that owner told me mm-hmm. right when I started, we are a people business and furniture is our product, but we're in the people business. And it's and it's so true. Every company I've been with, I've tried to make that focus. This is a people business. We are held to help you. When you call us, you get me, you get me on the phone and I'll make sure that doesn't mean I'm going to be the one say with Paul Davis, that's pulling out the drywall and, you know, Mm -hmm. ripping down, ripping out the carpeting. When you have a flood, that's not going to be me doing that work, but it's going to be me making sure that you're at the top of the list, that you're first priority to us, that that I'm following through every step to make sure that we keep you happy. You know, we want you to be happy and loyal. We hope you never have to use, use us again. That's a, you know, a little <laughs> bit true. different with our company. We we don't really want return customers, but you know. You just we, want return referrals. You yeah, know, that's, there you that's go. what you want. There yeah. you go. Exactly. <laughs> I, get, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, we are a different business in that we, <laughs> we aren't really hoping to see you again soon, but uh, mm-hmm. we hope mm-hmm. that you do uh, speak kindly of us. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so I know another uh, previous role you had, you helped um, recruit people, and um, that was a big part of your role. And so I also wanted to just share, I have a lot of students that listen to this too. I teach at Boise State, as you know, and mm-hmm. and I also you know, have had uh, people listen to this and kind of reach out and just love the fact that I ask our audience about advice that you wish you would have had 
before you started your path, before you started your journey, what kinds of things would you wish you would have known that you now know, but didn't know then? Right. I think, you know, workforce is so important right now. It's so scarce, which is hard, you know, hard to think about um, because we, you know, we desperately need people too. We could grow a lot faster yeah. if we had more people. Yeah. Um, so workforce is so important. I think for people that are looking for that next career or next job, depending whether they're just students or whether they're deciding to change their path or whatever it might be, but really research. And if you have the opportunity, find somebody in, in that field, find somebody in the company that you're looking at, call them, call, try to get in. LinkedIn is a fabulous source to be able to try and find a business connection and really do some informal interviewing of the company. Don't think of the interview as just them interviewing you. Think of it that you have the opportunity to interview them. Um, and culture is so incredibly important. I remember when my first and when I first left college, I was a public health community medicine major and I interned for a little tiny and it was like being trained to work at a health department, right? And food, okay. water, air, noise, solid waste. And I interned for the small little tiny county and the gentleman who was my in mentor, absolute mentor in my life. And I still communicate with him. And this was years and years ago, but he literally gave me the keys to the car. But he also gave me that drive to say, when I saw a problem with public health and in the community, he didn't just say, okay, here's what we're going to do or, you know, whatever, we can't solve this. You know, it's been there forever. It was, well, what are you going to do about it? How do you propose? What can we do to fix this? And so he gave me that drive to look beyond just doing a job, but to look at how can I make it better? Mm -hmm. And I remembered I loved it so much up there. And I, I was in the small county, but I was an hour and a half away from where my home was. And we couldn't move at the time. And so I moved to the next county down, you know, mm -hmm. it was much closer. Oh, talk about a culture, shock, change, evil. I mean, it oh, was, no. I didn't even like working there. It was just so different. The culture, it wasn't giving or caring. It was just centric on numbers and, you know, and it wasn't even truth to what they were saying. And so I, then I found in that, so I moved very quickly to, you know, uh, Seattle King County Department mm -hmm. of Public Health. And I loved it. If I was still in Seattle, I'd still be there because <laughs> I found a group of people and individuals and a community and a connection there that, that I loved again. And so really look at culture mm -hmm. as a workforce, you know, it, that are looking to, to, change careers or build a career, or get out of college and say, okay, now I got to find my job. Don't discount how important it is to look at the culture of that organization you're, you're looking at. Do they, do they help in the community? Do they give back themselves? I mean, those are pretty important things, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Long answer for that one, <laughs> but I think it's important. They have to be able to get it, want it, and have the capacity for it. And uh, you have to also be able to get along, too. <laughs> yes. When thinking about people who are getting into the workplace now, what are some things that you try to share with them that they need to know that maybe they don't otherwise know? Maybe, you know, if they are college students and they're trying to get themselves in the workplace, what, what, is, what do you tell them, Tracy? What do I tell them? I think, again, research, research. Um, 
get involved in the community outside you know the you know if you're if you're just you know you're in the university or in the in it doesn't matter whether it's cs you know csi or cwi or boise state university get involved in the in the boise young professionals for instance mm -hmm. with the boise chamber of commerce get involved if you're a veteran get involved with the idaho veterans chamber of commerce um if you're a local business and you're family owned or just you're just starting a business get involved with the by idaho association i mean call me i'll help tell yes. you where to get involved i mean it's Indeed. there's so many ways to get involved in the community with associations and and join some things and they don't have to cost a lot of money there's ways that you can get involved and then take full advantage of all the opportunities that that association for instance when you join a, a chamber get involved in their business after hours go to those and their first fridays and their networking events and their trade shows and uh, join some of their CEO speaker series or get involved in some of their committees. I mean, I think it's just so simple to to get involved in the community without actually, you know, having that job yet. Right. Go out. I mean, the number one place to find the job that you're going to love is through networking. It's not through posting, you know, mm -hmm. you know, post and pray. I'm going to post my resume somewhere and I'm going to pray that somebody sees it and hires mm -hmm. me. A lot of those listings are old. They already finding candidates. Mm -hmm. So get involved in your community through giving back and get that on your resume. Right, Show right. because you know when you get involved in a volunteer organization, guess who's on there? It's board members and people that are employing others and that mm -hmm. can give you personal referrals. Use Absolutely. those. Yeah, Tracy and I uh, for our listeners had the we've worked on a lot of different things together but most recently we were the co-founders of the women in leadership committee for the meridian chamber of commerce and we put on some pretty cool fun awesome events for business women and you know one one in particular was my favorite uh, i have lots of favorites but one of them was the the business and birdies with the uh inviting i think probably 75 80 women showed up on a really hot august day i mean it was probably the hottest day of the summer and we still had all those ladies show up and we had um what was the the women's golf coach from boise state and we had golf pros and you know just different people talking about different golf tips and etiquette and just giving women the uh i don't know confidence if you will to say hey yeah let's go golfing <laughs> yeah let's golfing golf there's a lot of business that gets done on a golf course oh my gosh and, yep and you I'm know excited. women should take full advantage of that opportunity to have fun and <laughs> play golf get some business done business mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so yep and that's I've been fun we have an upcoming as a result <laughs> yeah we have an upcoming one that i'm super excited about in uh february on february 9th we're going to be having um a self-defense class and it's going to be hosted at the independence shooting range and we're going to have firearm safety and use and kind of if that's for you that's something to look into mm -hmm. we're going to have self-awareness and an expert come in and teach you know how to how as a woman we can be uh self you know aware, aware. of our uh -huh. surroundings so that we're not a victim mm -hmm. um we're going to have you know some people talk about some of the latest trends in self-defense um, items that we could mm -hmm. use or carry and so i mean it's that'll be a really fun thing and and what i love it is you know it has nothing to do with paul davis restoration of idaho but it's me being able to does. give back yeah. to our you know community and 
and and in fact, our owner loved it that I'm on all these committees and I'm able to give back because it shows that he cares, you know, and we care. Uh, and so I think that that's pretty powerful. So I appreciate, and you know, companies that that see the power of having volunteers in their organization, not just asking them for dollars for an organization, but asking for their help. And a lot of companies see that now with Breakup Boise's, you know, you see the companies doing that or paint the town. And, and it's really fun to see the companies now being so involved in the community. And, you know, I see time, talent and treasure, right? You can either give time, talent or treasure money or give volunteer time or your talent that you know how to do. Yeah. (laughs) But you also see how people are growing. Mm -hmm. You know, companies are growing by that. I mean, I think I look at ICCU and and their sponsorships and their help in the community and getting immersed and hiring Hispanics that are able to, you know, communicate with a population that might have been underserved. And that's, that's powerful stuff. And it's working. Speaking of ICCU, this is perfect to segue into the event that they're sponsoring that we are a part of and Tracy's going to speak at. Speaking of events, right? Idaho Central Credit Union is a sponsor, so we got to give them a little love and plug there. But uh, yeah, so January 19th, we're doing the new marketing trends for the new year. And uh, we have lots of speakers, including Tracy. Tracy, just give a little sneak peek about what you're going to share on January 19th, 2022. <laughs> I'm gonna do, I'm, I've kind of got some examples, so they'll be visual too, but my five top tips on marketing um, that really don't cost a dime, but can really help you um, organically grow your business. And it's mm-hmm. just through you know, experiences, let's I put it, it that way. I love it. Yeah, we won't give it away now because they have to come to the event. (laughs) It's a sign of the times, though, because we're doing it hybrid. People will be able to come in person, which, of course, is always the best experience. And then people can also log in online if if, uh, they can't, for some reason, come to the event. It's kind of, the I think, the way of the future anyway, talking about trends. I think people are just going to... Uh, in perpetuity do Zoom and or live events, you know, hybrid kind of scenarios. And I think we're well, just you, getting used to it You think about it, how nice it is for those that maybe you just aren't feeling good that day, or maybe you have a sick kiddo at home and you're able to still be able to go to this right. event via right. Zoom. Or you're traveling or you're, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I hope business doesn't go back to just the way it was, mm-hmm. because I think this is a valuable resource that you mm-hmm. now, Ray, can market all over the country. Absolutely. And we have, we have connected with people all over the world now. And I actually get to go to Reykjavik, Iceland in August. I'm super excited. And it all really kind of happened because I was speaking on Zoom and finally we get to go in person and that's the place they chose. And I can't wait. And I'm just so excited about it. And I'm sure I'm not saying the name right. I'm going to have to get pronunciation correction, but I just knew Ray because my name is Ray, you know, Reykjavik. Anyway, (laughs) but to go to Iceland is just going to be amazing. But yeah, I mean, that's true. Like you can now connect with the world no matter where you are and at any time, really, you know, and it's opened up the opportunities for a lot of people. We met last week, I think it was, and, and or the week before anyways. And, and I still love your little story about, and this is how powerful marketing is because you're Ray Allen with Pepper Shock, right? Yeah. But that you reply to anybody because a lot of people call you Pepper too. Yes. <laughs> so cute. They call you, they call you Pepper. Yep, and, yep. uh, and I, 
And I and I think about that now every time because I was introduced as a new member at an event recently. They said, and I want to introduce you, and I know she's here because I saw her car outside. I want to introduce you to Paula Davis with Paula. Paula. <laughs> and they were they were just so immersed in the logoing and the branding of the name that, and I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. That's always a good thing to have logo wear on your car so people can see you. And and so now they're creating their own, associating you with that. That's, that's yeah, perfect. So now I have a person that jokingly calls me Paula, but that's okay. So I'll answer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I, so Pepper Sack was my maiden name growing up. So Pepper Sack. And then, you know, of course, Pepper Shock is the company. And then we have Piper, the Pepper Shock puppy. And then, so yeah, sometimes people will just call me Piper and I'm like, whatever, or Pepper, you know, or either way. Or I'm like, okay, I'll roll with it. <laughs> I'll roll with it. It's good. Yep, yes. yep. Just don't call me late for dinner. You can call me what you want, but just call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I think we've mentioned definitely the new marketing trends for the new year, Pepper Shock dot com slash events will uh you can get early bird tickets if you are listening to this on time and then of course uh you can always register to um, watch live or watch the replay um so if you can't necessarily make it that day you can still register and pay to watch the replay and i think we're going to have some amazing we have some we do we have some amazing speakers lined up and some sponsors and of course tracy is going to share her words of wisdom and uh yeah, I can't wait. And so anyway, um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Tracy, any last words of uh, advice or things that you'd care to share that I didn't ask you about already? I mean, for me, it's all about attitude. You know, attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. That's a Winston Churchill quote that I have on my desk and I live, eat and breathe by that motto of attitude. It helped me kick cancer. It helped me come back. It helps me every day. And I think it's infectious. And mm -hmm. so, you know, remember your attitude and just love what you do. And if you don't, then it's a great market out there to find a new job. There's so many people that are looking right now. So think and about you really that. Do, you have the best attitude, even when cancer is kicking your butt and you're down. I just remember the post where you would wear your red shoes. And everybody would wear their red shoes and honor and support you. And I just, we were at some big function and of course you couldn't make it. And, um, I can't remember who it was, but he had red shoes on in honor of Tracy stone and everybody were just like, you know, talking about it and just supporting you and loving on you and just realizing, you know, truly how, how connected we are and how much we all wanted to wear red shoes on the day that you were getting your treatments. Right. Yes, it was. And that, yeah. that strength came to me very, very, very powerful. So mm -hmm. it's, that's, yep. that's important. I'm so glad. So. And I'm so glad you made it through and that you are, you know, in, in good health and good spirit and all of the things that you are, Tracy. I really appreciate our friendship. Thank and you. thank you for sharing all your words of wisdom on this podcast and for speaking at the event coming up. Uh, one last question. Um, how can people reach out to you or get a hold of you or find, uh, find you online? Uh, my LinkedIn profile, Tracy Stone Mooney. Um, and that's the best way there's my contact information is in my LinkedIn profile. Um, they can always reach me through you mm -hmm. and, uh, my, and so I, I would say that that would be the best. It's tracy.mooney at pauldavis.com. So pretty easy. 
Awesome, Tracy. Thank you so much. And um, we're recording this right in between Christmas and New Year's. So uh, I get to legitimately say, see you next year. That's right. <laughs> yes. Have a blessed New Year. You too. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Tracy. You bet. Thanks, Ray. Bye. And for those of you listening, the best thing you can do for us is to give us a referral or share this with those that you know that need to hear what we had to say today. And uh, until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.